0: Material containing obscenity. The measures are part of a push by Republicans in many states to root out what they see as inappropriate material from schools and libraries. Opponents say it's a campaign of censorship meant to block children's freedom to learn while scaring teachers and librarians into silence. For WPFW News in Washington and WBAI in New York, I'm Sue Goodwin.
1: Welcome to Africa Now. Today's show features Attack on DRC Unpacked. Africa Now is next. to the show. I'm Wisa Muntali. The music in the background is Bongo by Franco and TPOK Jazz. First, I just want to thank the listeners for supporting Don't Forget the Blues with Clarence the Bluesman Turner today during our Winter Pledge Drive. Our goal for this hour is $500 and I'm certain we can go well over our goal today as this is our last Winter Pledge Drive show and I want to sort of make, up, make up for our shortfall from last week. Call today at 1-800-222-9739, that's 800-222-9739, or visit WPFWFM.org, that's WPFWFM.org, or on our cash app, which is the dollar sign, WPFW, and also on the cash app, make sure you include that it's for Africa now, and include your email address in the memo line to support Africa Now today and WPFW during our winter pledge drive. Your continued support over the years has made it possible for us to cover and connect the issues in the entire African world and the rest of the globe. WPFW is your revolutionary radio for revolutionary times. Gil Scott-Heron said the revolution will not be televised and yet we've seen oppression, suffering and resistance streamed in real time across this country and around the world, from Palestine to DC. In times like these, it's imperative to have a station like WPFW that centers justice, reflects hope, and fosters solidarity throughout our music and public affairs programming. We offer you the opportunity to partner with us in this critical work of liberation by donating during our winter pledge drive today at the WPFW. FM.org or by calling 800-222-9739 that will ensure that WPFW will be here to chronicle the revolution Today Africa Now focuses on the recent escalating attacks by armed groups particularly the M23 on the eastern part of the Democratic Republic of Congo DRC Joining the show from Goma in the eastern DRC is Congolese journalist Akilimali Chomachoma who dissects the M23, Rwanda's involvement, the continued neo-colonial role of multinational corporations and western nations to use the conflict to exploit the DRC's vast resources, the massive loss of life and the plight of internally displaced people, and more. The show also features insights from Naz Kuniani Board Director and Immigration Coordinator for Congolese Community of Washington Metropolitan, CCWM, and Maurice Carney, Co-Founder and Executive Director of Friends of the Congo. Here is my conversation yesterday with Akili Mali Choma Choma. Akili Choma, welcome to the show. Thank you so
2: much. I'm happy to be here. Hello to you, Muiza, and uh, all your listeners.
1: Thanks, and thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule. And also, I know it's such a such, um, constrained times there and uh, uh, taking the time to, uh, uh, while you're in this situation that you're in, in Goma. Um, if you could just give us a general a picture of the environment and mood in Goma and the surrounding towns following the uh, recent attacks uh, by uh, the M23?
2: So uh, Goma right now, the situation is uh, worse. Uh, The M23 is not controlling until now the town of Goma. Uh, But the situation in Goma, it worse. first of all, uh, the humanitarian situation because we have millions of people uh, who lives their villages and their house, and they are living in uh, in, uh, in intern displaced people uh, camp here in uh, Goma and uh, in neighborhood quarter, and this makes the humanitarian situation to be dark because those people has no water, has no shelter, and any kind. Of uh, help, which can be helpful, and they left the house and uh, all their activities, and right now are living in a really a really bad situation. Um, about the security situation, Goma is surrounded by the M23 and Rwanda, because mm-hmm. um, you have to know that the civilian society uh, told this morning. And uh, that from yesterday, I mean, uh, from uh, the local time, f- from the night of, uh, uh, Sunday, uh, of uh, Monday, the Rwanda Defence Force (RDF) uh, uh, organized a big presence around the border, including the border, the border of Goma uh, and uh, Rubavu in Rwanda, and. Uh, uh, there is a big military presence, said as a presence of civilian society in Iragongo. At the M23, it's in Kibumba, at around 25 kilometers from Goma, and uh, they are now taking. Uh, they are now uh, at um, the village of uh, Kiuli, which is at uh, 35 kilometers in the east. And in the South, you have the, the lake, which is called Lake Kivu. Uh, population of Goma are really afraid uh, about what is going on. And, um, are really stressed uh, about the possibility of the M23 to take, uh, Goma.
1: Yeah. And, and, and do you see that, uh, the, the M23 that's their end goal is to try to seize Goma?
2: Um, I can say yes because they tried a lot uh, to Tsuk-sake, uh which is an important city to come to Goma, and uh, the last week we had a fight on Monday last week between between them and the Congolese army and some uh, some local group there, uh, around Kibumba. It means that M twenty three is looking to take Goma. But until now, GOMA, so Congolese soldiers and uh, other international forces, including SADC, including Monusco, um, are trying to, 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 to protect GOMA as much as they can. We don't know when, but for sure uh, there is an intention for um, the M23 and the Rwanda to take control of GOMA.
1: And when you said SADC, that's the Southern African development uh, community, right? And also the UNS, yeah, and the UN forces, right?
2: Uh, no, right now they are, they are not in the UN forces. They are in a, a SADC mission, which called Samin, a uh, South African uh, mission in uh, Republic Democratic of the Congo. Uh, right now they are they are independent from from UN uh, they are not uh, they are not um, uh, in uh, a mission of uh, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of uh, United Nations, but uh, for sure they are in collaboration with the uh, United Nations mission here in DRC, Moscow.
1: And that's the And the, the Southern African troops are from uh, South Africa, Tanzania, and uh, Malawi.
2: Yes, troops from South Africa, Tanzania, and Malawi. We don't know the number exactly, but in the last e- statement of the presidency of South Africa, they say that they, they will send around uh, 2,700 soldiers here in DRC. And uh, last Sunday, uh, there is a statement of uh, Burundi which say that they will join also uh, the Sadiq troops here in DRC to fight with uh, the M-23 uh, because the Burundian troops were here in the mission of the East African force. And when the government uh, say to the East African uh, mission to withdraw itself, uh the withdrawal and right now burundian soldiers are uh, are been uh, have been waiting here in next days here in goma uh, to lead with uh, the south africa soldiers the operation against the m 23
1: and the, and you mentioned that there was um there the internally displaced persons um i saw in some of the reports that there uh, right now there are over 150,000 internally displaced during the recent um uh, escalating conflict and um there but in total since november there've been already well, they've they already they're already like 6.9 million uh internally displaced uh people in um uh in drc um and of course, over six million people have been killed. Yeah, this. Um, if you could, you were saying what were some of some, some of the issues? Um, uh, if you can expand on a bit more on the internal displaced persons as well, um, wh- where that where are some of the major places where where people have have been internally displaced in in the DRC, apart from the Eastern Congo.
2: Thank you so much. So, international, um, intern dis- displaced people right now are, um, first of all, in two provinces, in the province of Vituri, because there is a war there with um, a group which called Kodeko, and there is a million of, um, of IDPs uh, in uh, many camps uh, in Jugu territory and uh, in Bunya, first of all. And uh, in Kivu we have most of all here in Goma, we have few people, for, for sure, um, some southern in Beni territory because uh, uh, there are people who are, who are uh, leaving their house because they have to, to survive against uh, the war of um, uh, the terrorist group ADF. Uh, we have also a kind of uh, we have also some uh, some million of people a uh, million of people here around goma and uh, those people are are uh, fearing for their safety and uh, were displaced because of the war of the m23 and they are in goma and uh, in uh, villages around like Kanyaruchiña, like uh, Lushagala, like uh, um, uh, like uh, area like uh, Bushagara and uh, Kibati. Uh, but uh, it's million of people. It's a lot of variety peace camp. Because in Goma, you can have more uh, than uh, uh, 10 camps of uh, IDPs and it's really, really complicated and very difficult uh, for this to be, uh, to be developed and um, uh, to be done as, uh, as uh, expected. And uh, the population is suffering uh, a lot in those um, IDPs camp. It's uh, quite impossible for them uh, to get, uh, to get a solution to get uh, issues uh, to get a um, solution to their problem because the NGOs are not able uh, to 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 support all these person NGOs and charitable uh, NGOs are not able uh, to give uh, uh, a support to these people
1: as you we were talking about the the internal displaced persons uh, the number of internal displaced persons in the country particularly in the eastern part of the Democratic Republic of Congo is due to all these groups these armed groups uh that you've mentioned the we've mentioned the uh, m23 uh, the ADF and and uh and then there other many others if you could ex- explain to us the the major, the major, um, um, the, the major armed groups like the M twenty three. Their a little bit of their background, the and also the support they get from external forces, and also the um, the, the other group that you mentioned, the um, ADF as well. Um, so, uh, and and uh and if you could, we can just give us a a brief background history of the M twenty three. Um, how they come to be and who supports them?
2: Thank you so much. I think uh, answering uh, to this asked me to uh, to give you a kind of uh, presentation of the M23. The M23 is a group of uh, many soldiers and um, some former soldiers of Rwanda and uh, with uh, some Congolese to give uh, the local. And the national identity to this group, and uh, the M23 began uh, from the CNDP, which is Congrès National pour la Défense du Peuple. Another group of uh, Laurent Kunda and uh, the M23 say that uh, that they are coming for in Congo, and they are coming to fight because uh, there is no respect of uh, the M23, uh, of uh, the agreement of. Uh, uh, the of uh, the 23 March, uh, signed in Goma between the CNDP and uh, the government, and this is what uh, they say, but it's not uh, for sure that because uh, there is a lot of agreement and there is, there is a lot of people. I can tell you some general who integrate. The army, the, the Congolese army, without any kind of training, because of that agreement, and uh, it seems like uh, they are only uh, giving the, uh, the 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 agenda of Rwanda in the conflict uh, in the DRC, and um, when Rwanda have something to to ask to DRC, and uh, to give an opportunity uh, to to uh, to to those people to to other new people to to grow up and to have uh, uh, some kind of authority and to have some kind of responsibility in uh, uh, public institution in ME, in in uh, defense and uh, and in other's area and DRC they are using that way to say that we have to discuss we have to to dialogue together and uh, uh, Every time they are only giving the agenda um, of Rwanda and not really the agenda uh, of Congolese people because Congolese people uh, are not uh, ha- happy with this situation and with this uh, million of people killed uh, from the beginning of this war.
1: Yeah, and as you mentioned before, they they said that they were, uh, they broke away from- from the Congolese army, this was like in, in 2012 uh, to create the, the, um, the breaking away from the agreement of March of 23rd. Um, I forgot the exact t- the year, but uh, of, uh, of when they m- made that agreement and uh, for disarming. Yeah, but then, and each on bef- twenty-nine March twenty-two
3: zero nine. Yes. Yeah, 20
1: March twenty-two. Yeah, 209, that's right. And, um, so the, 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 as you mentioned, it's the, 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 for a long time, the United States didn't say anything about, um, about the support of, um, Rwanda over the M23. But recently they've been critical of, uh, of it. And, and you've seen, um, also, um, uh, the drone attack. There was a drone attack recently at the Goma airport a few days ago which showed how sophisticated and also support people are thinking it shows direct connection to Rwanda. If you could tell us more about this recent attack um, that took place um, uh, at the Goma airport a few days ago, um, which a lot of people really say that it really shows how much support Rwanda is giving to this uh, this group, the M23.
2: So, uh... The support of Rwanda with M-23, to where I begin, uh, this, as Rwanda is supporting, uh, including also countries like Uganda, f- uh, from the testimony of uh, civilian society actors, is that Rwanda and Uganda uh, are supporting the M-23. First of all, Rwanda, uh, and uh, Rwanda is supporting the M-23 uh, with troops, first. With troops and uh, uh, and uh, with those troops, uh, with soldiers, and they, they are they are they are working with uh, with those guys. Uh, they are helping the M twenty three to 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 with weapon. They are also helping the M twenty three with uh, support like uh, uh, like drone, like uh, mercenaries. Uh, like uh, other staff.
1: WPFW is an incredible treasure in the Washington, D.C. community. Uh, friends of the Congo and members of the Congolese diaspora uh, can always count on WPFW to, to get our word out to the community, uh, to have space, uh, to share what's uh, unfolding, not only in the Congo, but in Africa overall. And, and that's why we're supporting WPFW and encouraging Uh, those in the Congolese diaspora, those in the African diaspora, uh, to uh, come out and support uh, WPFW by making a contribution, making a donation to help uh, keep WPFW alive, functioning uh, for another quarter century. So we're very, very grateful for having access uh, to local channels, uh, local outlets uh, like WPFW. Make your contribution, donate, support WPFW
3: that is by calling 202-588-9739 hello my name is Miyuki I want to let you know that I love 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 Africa now because it connects us to the con- continent it's connects us to here I love Emwiza Mitali who is actually now in Malawi doing this work he oh, is so thank dedicated. you very much <laughs> he's so dedicated and so um focused and so uh committed and has so much passion uh, to do this work. And I love WPFW. And if you feel the same way, it's really important that you do uh, call 202-588-9739. This is the last opportunity you have during this winter drive to make sure that you know that Africa now is very important to you. 202-588-9739, 800 9739 or wpfwfm.org. Or go to Cash App, dollar sign WPFW. I'm sorry, I wasn't sure if you were there or not yet. So I got to Oh, know,
1: no, 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 no. no, no right was a perfect, <laughs> perfect, that was a perfect segue. And I just want to thank you and the the person speaking earlier. Uh, that was Maurice Carney of Friends of the Congo. Um, uh, who's very, very, very involved in the community, speaking out on issues, uh, working on issues concerning the Democratic Republic of Congo. And of course, um, uh, on our show, we, we're focusing on the attack on the Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo with, uh, Kilimali Chochoma uh, sorry, Choma Choma, sorry, uh, uh, who is, uh, the, uh, is a freelance, um, is a journalist in, in Goma, in, in the DRC. And we're only able to do this because of WPFW.
3: Well, with that, we're so grateful because you make such a connection from Washington, D.C. to across the world in Africa where we don't always get this information and you are so plugged into all that is going on. We really, really appreciate your vigilance and making sure that you are shining a light on things that we not another would not otherwise be made aware of. And so people who are listening, this is our fun drive, our winter fun drive. This is the last Wednesday you have an opportunity to make a pledge. Please, please do. We have a goal of $500 between now and and 2 p.m., and it is attainable, but only if you as a listener becomes a member supporter, or if you're already a member, if it's time for you to renew, please do so now. Procrastinators unite. I am a procrastinator. I make my do those things in the last possible second. If you're there, this is the last possible second. Please support uh, Emuiza Muntali and make sure that Africa now gets the support that it rightly deserves, because he uh, the show informs us so much. and keeps us connected so that we're aware and we know what's going on around the world because this news isn't presented everywhere. 202-588-9739-1800, 222-9739, wpfwfm.org, or cash app, dollar sign, WPFW. Make sure that you put Africa now in it. Why do you say Africa now? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's,
1: um, I, I have to blame our engineers for that, uh, Mike. <laughs> 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 they, they, said, they thought, they thought, it, they thought it sounded nice. It sounded, uh, No, I, I love it. Yeah. yeah it does, does sound like that.
3: nice. <laughs>
1: And uh, so that's, nice. I have to credit that to uh, Michael Nacella, uh, our engineer, for pushing okay. me to keep saying that when we first started doing that, that it's African <laughs> now, not later,
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. I got it. Thank you very much. Well, we need some of you who are listening to Make a Pledge now. Don't not later. Do it now. 202-588-9739, 1-800-222-9739, or uh, WPFWFM.org. Or you can um, go to Cash App, dollar sign WPFW. We want to thank Felix Lindiri in Laurel, Maryland, who um, uh, made a very generous pledge and got us started. We just need more of you to do so. Something that Felix did that was wonderful is that we have tickets to Brandy Younger, the wonderful, wonderful harpist. um, And you have to pay an alum sum. Uh, tickets are $50 each. There's only two tickets remaining uh, for this event that's taking place on March the 2nd at the uh, PG Playhouse. And uh, Brandy Younger is a tremendous harpist, and that's available. There's only two of those tickets left for a pledge of $50 for each ticket. And there is also other things um, available, including the Malcolm X packages. Today is the anniversary, the 59th anniversary of the death assassination of Malcolm X. And if that is something you'd like to put in your personal library, do that as well. And, and Wiza, I'm so sorry. I'm talking too long. I'll be I'll stay here. Go back to your show and then I'll be here. 202-588-9739.
1: Thanks. And we're going to go back to the discussion with uh, journalists, uh, Congolese journalists in uh, Goma, Akilimale Choma Choma, talking to us about the attack on the Eastern
2: DRC and packing that attack. And Rwanda is giving back to the M23, uh, first of all, and there is no difference between Rwanda and the M23 right now because uh, they are they are like they have the same wa- weapon, they have uh, the same uh, they have uh, the same uh, communication materials, uh, and uh, they are using um, some of soldiers are using the same uniform. About the attack of drone uh, uh, of Goma, you should know that last Friday on uh, 2 p.m. Uh, 2 a.m. Sorry, on 2 a.m. Uh, last Friday, uh, the Rwanda drone attacked uh, the international airport of Goma, the international airport of Goma, which is using by the Congolese army also by humanitarian organization. Like, uh, Monu, like MONUSCO, uh, like WFP, like uh, uh, this is the, the airport using, first of all, for humanitarian operation. And uh, these guys are, um, are uh, drum, uh, bombed uh, the airport uh, on the local time, on, on that local time, uh, and uh, from the Congolese government, uh, from the Congolese army statement those uh, this bomb came from a drone which came from Rwanda and uh, attacked the 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 airport and you should know that uh, the airport is the latest uh, things is the latest way as all road are under control of Rwanda and uh, it's M23 uh, which can help people to live from Goma to other town to other region.
1: Again, that's Akili Mali Choma Choma, and he is a journalist uh, from the DRC. He's talking to us uh, from DRC in uh, Goma. Um, we're looking at the, um, the recent uh, attack on the Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo and, uh, we're unpacking the situation there. Um, as you were talking about the, um, the, uh, the importance of the, the airport in Goma, if you could also, um, expand a bit more on the importance of Goma in, in the DRC, uh, the importance of Goma and the DRC, it's, of course, it's close to the, uh, the border between Rwanda and, and uh, DRC, but also near uh, Lake Kivu, but the other aspects of why Goma is so important in the country.
2: So Goma, it's important, first of all, because um, it's millions of people. Um, It's around 2 million of people in Goma who are living here and uh, who depends and uh, who are Congolese and uh, it's a Congolese territory. Goma is also important because uh Goma it's the main city here of the East of the of the of DRC right now and uh, this area is very very important politically and uh, diplomatically because uh it's also a, I can say a headquarters. it it, it, can, it can be the capital city of DRC about humanitarian situation because there are many NGO many uh uh foreign uh, agent of uh, many foreigner humanitarian agents who are uh, staying here and who are working here in goma goma it's also an important uh, area because uh, from goma as uh, in congo road are not really accessible goma has an international airport in the east of drc is the one uh, there is no and another international airport in the east of DRC, which connect uh, the international area to to the east of DRC uh, with other towns like Beni, like Bunia, like Bukavu, like Kalemi, um, and uh, whatever. This is uh, the importance uh, of uh, this area. Again, it's about also uh, reset because um, GOMA is giving some money to the national government because of people who are living here and what they are paying. They are paying tax. There are some companies who are installed here and are paying tax, are paying um, many things. And the last thing, that Goma, it's also important because uh, it's an area where uh, there are you know, two things military and uh, uh, here we have um, so many military. It can be even more than other town if we exclude the capital city of Kinshasa. Uh, this is why I think Goma is important for the rest of the Democratic Republic of Congo
1: and and also the 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 area is also rich in uh, resources right so yeah.
2: the area of north kivu and ituri for sure has a lot of uh, of rich uh, of uh mineral resources first of all and uh, agriculture resources also because uh, the area has um uh has others area and others uh, uh peripheric villages, which has some strategic mineral like uh, the coltan and uh, the cassiterite, first of all. And we have also gold, we have manganese, we have um, many area. And uh, this is why also the area is every time attacked by neighborhood countries, supporting by some Western countries uh, because uh, of these important resources. Uh, mineral resources and uh, because they know that if they can uh, organize the war uh, people will not focus on what is what will, will be going on and uh, they will install uh, these uh, uh, minerals without any kind of control
1: yeah as you mentioned that um, the, it's like the war it's um, uh, so like an accident according to plan where you're trying to, um, so that um, they can take the resources, a lot of the, some of the resources that uh, uh, Rwanda says uh, from Rwanda, because it comes from from Congo. And if you could expand a bit more also on um, how multinational corporations, what, what is their role in, in, in this um, conflict as well and in, uh, in destabilizing the Eastern part of the uh, DRC?
2: Some multinational are founding uh, Rwanda and other proxy uh, in Congo to get sure that they have uh, resources from DRC and uh, uh, from the Congo and to make sure that they are controlling the area. It means uh, many companies right now are in need of uh, those resources and um, uh, they want them to not come from DRC, but from um, other areas, and uh, they are using foreigner, uh, for some foreigner group like the M23. They are using uh, some national group. Uh, it means all this war, even Rwanda, even Uganda, even US and UK, are playing. Uh, they are, are playing the job, are, are playing the, the game of um, the multinational because it's those who are in need of these resources on uh, for their industry and uh, for their product. And uh, it's them who are giving uh, some money, some weapons, some support, some lobby to uh, the government of Rwanda, for example, to, 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 to support this war, uh, which is happening here in the
1: RC. And that's why, um, you saw the, um, there were major demonstrations against uh, Western embassies, um, recently. And, and, um, I think last week and, and then correct me if I'm wrong, there were even some demonstrations against the U.S. policies in the area uh, yesterday, if you could describe that and what the people are demanding. You could talk a, bit, a little bit more about that as well.
2: Yes, uh, people are demanding, uh, first of all, people are demanding uh, to the to those uh, foreign governments, to those uh, Western government, Western countries to stop supporting Rwanda and to make sure that uh, people in Congo will not die because of mineral resources. Uh, let me give you an example of what people are um, are uh, fighting against by organizing a demonstration on embassies, on uh, uh, Western embassies. It's that yesterday the the, the Rwanda and uh, the European Union sign a kind of agreement which say that uh, Rwanda it is strategic and uh, it's a country which has important raw minerals and um, they sign an agreement between Rwanda and European Union to make sure that uh, European Union will have more mineral, uh, Monroe mineral uh, and Rwanda has no uh, mineral in uh, its ground in uh, its soil. It means that uh, those uh, European Union it's supporting Rwanda in the war it doing here in DRC to make sure that uh, people will uh, to make sure that Rwanda has more more mineral resources and to sell it to 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 European Union. Uh, uh, this happened not only with with European Union this is for yesterday Monday you can see it even on uh, a Twitter page of uh, of uh, Rwanda government and uh, of uh, European Union commission uh, this is uh, po- population here locally are saying that people will are not in need people are, are in need of peace and uh, those countries are supporting Rwanda in what he doing here, and other people are saying it's not even Rwanda. Rwanda, it's it's only a a, a player, uh, a player, but the coach, the 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 person who is leading the game, it it should be other country, and uh, it should be US, UK, and France because it's just country who are supporting Rwanda in what is doing here. And even when you have million of people killed, millions of women raped, millions of children abused. Uh, and yesterday you have a an agreement between Euro- European Union and, um, and Rwanda. It seems crazy, it, it seems crazy. And it seems like a denial of what is happening here. Uh, by Western country. And that's why people are uh, doing demonstration to say that foreign government, uh, foreign uh, embassy should leave the DRC because they are not helping DRC. Uh, Instead of that, they're attacking DRC by using the Rwanda and the M23, and they are killing people here uh, in, in DRC. Yesterday, there were a demonstration of people because uh, to, to 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 give the support of uh, the Congolese army uh, to to the Congolese army and to ask to, to the government to organize attack against the M twenty three and to ask to foreign government to 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 leave their embassies here in uh, first of all western um, western uh, countries to leave their embassies here in, in DRC because uh, they are not uh, uh, helping uh, Congo. And Congo doesn't need help. Congo need only to to, to, to stop this war and Congolese people will develop uh, themselves, uh, their country. And uh, they organized many demonstrations, including in Goma yesterday, last week it were in Kinshasa uh, and uh it's quite heavy. People in Congo are uh, now uh, working up about what is going on here. And they know that it's only the local government here in Congo, which has responsibilities, that there is a big responsibility on other foreigners' uh, government who are playing a major role here in this war. And this is what they are doing.
1: Akilimali Choma Choma, who is dissecting the attack on Eastern uh, DRC, uh, looking at Rwanda's involvement to, conu- to continue the neocolonial role of, of multinational corporations and Western nations to use the conflict to exploit the DRC's vast mineral resources. And and he was speaking to us from uh, Goma. The full conversation which I had there yesterday will be on Africa Now SoundCloud page. That's Africa Now Online on SoundCloud Joining me on the show today is uh, Mayuki Williams, uh, my colleague here at WPFW, um, who actually has a show on Sundays, uh, Sunday Kind of Love at uh, twelve noon. Hi, Mayuki. Thanks again for being on us with this <laughs> No, on my the show pleasure. with us. My
3: pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And it's just an engaging conversation because it reminds us why WPFW is commercial free. What he said was that multi um, institu- uh, multi international corporations are behind a lot of this work. And we don't accept any money from anyone but you all, but the but the people who are listening to it, because we're not beholden to any war manufacturing corporation. We're not beholden to a corporation that wants to um, take um, the 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 natural resources of any country. We are beholden to the listeners of WPFW. Um, and um, and Wiza is reporting from Malawi. We have a representative from WPFW with our, our very, very small and, and narrow uh, budget to have someone who is in Africa to report things that, again, are not being spotlighted in major media. If this is something you've come to rely upon, if you, re- if you, if you appreciate this, please, please, please donate to Africa now by calling 202-588-9739 or 1-800-222. 9739, or go to fm.org or go to Cash App and just go to Cash App dollar sign WPFW. We are here only through your generosity for the past 46 going into 47 years. We can only exist with you. And I know that you value this institution, WPFW. I know you value the work that is done on Africa now by Mwiza. Because he gives a perspective that you're not going to get anywhere else. And if you value that, if you value WPFW as being this precious commodity here in the nation's capital, sharing with you all this great information, giving a platform, uh, giving voice to the voiceless, please don't delay any longer. We have a couple people more than thank Emuisa. Um, we want to thank Anonymous and Sever Maryland. Thank you, Sake. Thank you so much for your web pledge. We so appreciate your generosity. And we want to thank Lynn thank Dyson. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank Lynn Dyson, who is um, uh, the the director of the Multimedia Training Institute and uh, was part uh, partnering with WPFW with his new production, Zora, talking about Zora Neale Hurston. And so we want to thank Lynn Dyson as well. And you can get more information about Zora if you go to the web or check out the Multimedia Training Institute. Thank you very much, Lynn Dyson. Um, folks, we only need $200 more. It is attainable, we can get there, but that means you have to stop whatever it is you're doing and please help us get to goal. Each shows assigned a specific amount of dollars that it has to make in order for the station to make its overall goal. And the overall goal, we're frankly um a little behind. So we'd like to catch up. And the only way we can do that is we make sure if Africa now makes its goal and hopefully goes a little bit over. And again, there are options for you. If you go to the website, you can see that there's various um thank you gifts that it gives, uh, hopefully gives you a little bit extra for your investment. But the main thing is that WTFW is here for you. And it is here in the nation's capital to, to, to cover the things in our community in the DMV to comment and give um, information across the nation and also around the world. 202-588-9739. How many other public radio stations can say that they have a man, um, in Africa reporting this right from, did you go, did you go to, how did you talk to him via telephone or did you meet him uh, face-to-face uh, in Wiza? No,
1: we, we spoke, uh, uh, using, uh, zoom, zoom. Oh,
3: okay, great. Okay. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: then, yeah. and, uh, so we, I saw, I was here in Malawi and he was there in DRC and, uh,
3: wow, and that's
1: how I, actually, that's how I've been communicating the last, uh, since November, actually, most people right. didn't realize. So that's well, uh, techno- technology
3: and, is yeah, technology is wonderful. Let me step out of your way just remind, give the folks the phone number one more time 202 588 9739. 1 222 9739. WPFW is the little train that could. We are providing you live, live, live coverage from uh Africa again with our very limited budget and means. But you, you help us um be better, you help us exist without your assistance we don't we're not here anymore so please two hundred dollars more to go 15 minutes to get it in together we can get there 202-588-9739-1800-222-9739-wpfwfm.org and cash app dollar sign wpfw thank you so much Amuisa. i'll stay um if you want to go again uh, just before the news and we okay, well, I'll keep talking now and sure Kinyuani, oh okay
4: <laughs> welcome okay. to the show Thank you, muiza. Happy to be here
1: thank you and um before we get into specifics of the topic, I wonder if you could just uh, briefly describe uh your organization the uh congolese community um sorry Congolese yeah congolese community of of washington metropolitan
4: Yes. Yes. My name is Neil Kinwani. I am a, I'm a community leader, human rights advocate, and I work with the Congolese Community of Washington Metropolitan (CCWM). And CCWM is based in the Washington Metropolitan area in the U.S. Uh, and we do unite uh, Congolese people, friends of the the Congo. Uh, in, in in our organization, um, so it's a, it's a it's a community organization. Uh, it's a family uniting and reuniting um, Congolese uh, uh, people uh, or people from um, with Congolese origins uh, in in this area.
1: And of course, some one of the things that you're focusing on, which we've been talking about in the show today, has been the uh, attack. Um, and the DRC in particularly in the eastern part of the DRC uh, the conflict which has been um, fueled by external forces, um, if you could talk to us a bit about um, uh, what Congolese in the diaspora are doing uh, to to uh, um, expose people about what's going on in the in their country
4: yes uh, so the the diaspora. Um, is very concerned about um, the recent escalation of violence uh, in eastern DRC and the recent attacks by uh, the, the the rebel groups and mainly the M twenty the M twenty three rebel group, uh, which is um, backed and supported by Rwanda. So we are we are very concerned um, and we are pressing. Uh, for, for solutions, uh, whatever can be done. We know that um, uh, in the US, particularly uh, for our community here, we know that the US can influence uh, decisions, can influence actions and uh, in favor of the Congolese people. And that's what we want. We want the international community, we want the US to influence any decision, any actions to save Congolese lives, uh, because as you know, this conflict is one of the deadliest and the longest uh, in in modern history, uh, with over um, 10 million um, people that have lost their lives, uh, and 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 so many other uh, that, that that have been displaced. Uh, so we are very concerned, pressing for solutions, and and we want this to come to an end immediately.
1: And so, so, what are some of the things that you're asking um people here in the u s um to do to be in solidarity with uh, Congolese?
4: Yes, so um we uh we are asking people first of all to um join us in um raising awareness um so uh the world needs to know that. Um, there is pretty much a genocide going on in the DRC, and um, that the conflict in the DRC is one of the deadliest. I know so many conflict around armed conflict around the world right now, uh, but but the 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 conflict in the the Democratic Republic of uh, of the Congo um, should be um, um, should be should be also uh, in the headlines. Um, um, and and so raising awareness is is a big part of our, our campaign here in uh, in the diaspora, but also um, appealing to uh, the uh, as I said to to the U.S. decision makers. Um, we know that the U.S. can influence decisions and actions, and the U.S. has the legal tools and the diplomatic tools uh, to 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 influence decisions and actions in favor of. Um, the, the people of the DRC and and bring this to an end. So we are pressing uh, for the U.S. and all the Western countries, international community to use those tools.
1: And uh, some specific um, action that's taking place this uh, week. If you could explain to the, us what is happening that you'd like to have the public uh, take part in.
4: Right. So we have a, a rally. Um, um, this 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 weekend on Saturday, uh, February twenty fourth, um, here in Washington D.C., uh, we will start um, at the uh, Randon Embassy. We'll gather there and start our rally there, um, and then walk to uh, the White House. Um, uh, so we'll have the, uh, the demonstration in front of the White House, but we'll start at the Randon Embassy this Saturday. February um twenty fourth um get here in DC. Um so we're asking uh, members of our communities, um and, and everybody, because this is about humanity, the people that are uh, uh dying um uh in, in the DRC are part of humanity. So we're asking folks to join us, um, whether um you know from Africa, from the world, from Europe, and even um American people, people here to join us. To denounce uh, the the, tra- the tragedy that that's going on in the DRC and and to ask for uh, this this tragic uh, situation to end immediately.
1: And what is the specific uh, message um, that's coming out of that uh, ra- the demonstration on the February twenty fourth at one p.m.
4: Right. Right um uh, and then 1pm thank you for 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 that for that detail so it's at 1pm on february 24 so the message is clear right uh, we have seen in the news that uh the us uh recognizes that rwanda is supporting the the m23 rebel groups uh in eastern drc so clearly it has been established that rwanda and paul kagame are the aggressor um uh, so Paul Kagame is aggressing, attacking uh, the, the 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 DRC, killing people uh, in the DRC. So so that has been established. So what we want, and and we have seen so many statements from the U.S. government about the situation, recognizing what's going on on the ground. We thank the U.S. for that for for, for those statements, but we want actions because if you make statements you don't take any action you paying lip service and and we're not getting to solution so we want actions the US as i said has legal tools to uh sanction Rwanda to so we ha- we hold any assistance any assistance uh um uh to uh, f- from Rwanda and 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 the US can do that so there are those legal tools There has been legislation um th- th- the authorizing the U.S. government to take those
3: actions. 202-588-9739. We only have a minute remaining on the, on the show. And we, so we have a couple more people to thank. Jacqueline Dorsey from University Park, Maryland. Thank you so much for your generous pledge. Great. And Anonymous. Thank you. Who made from Silver Spring, who says in honor Malcolm X, and God bless him for Reuben Jackson. So thank you very much for that very generous pledge. And what they thank did is they became sister. They yeah they became a sustainer. Your audience is doing great. You only need fifty five dollars. One person can call and make a pledge of fifty five dollars and you will make gold. Or you can do as anonymous did. You can become a sustainer and, um, and a sustainer is a <coughs> excuse me person who will give us your credit card and say for the for the course of a year. I will give $12.50 a month to WPFW. That turns out to be $150. That helps WPFW tremendously. It ensures we have a consistent stream of income, and it won't hurt you, hopefully, too much. Six minutes remaining in the show, one minute left, where we can talk, 202-588-9739, 9739 Please go to the phones, call, and be as generous as you can. I'm going to get out of your way. And Misa, we got another pledge from uh, on, Anonymous from the Congolese diaspora. Des, thank you so much in Washington, D.C. Thanks a lot. Great, Okay, so I will talk to you soon, Mwiza. Please travel carefully and be careful, okay? <laughs> no, and thank you me. very
1: much. And I also, and also want to thank our executive producer and co-host, James Pope. Up next is Headline News, followed by Shanaana, who is in Alamine, and that's also followed by Sophie Pollard.
0: From WPFW News in Washington and WBAI in New York, I'm Sue Goodwin. Today is Wednesday, February 21st. Here are some headlines. The Biden administration today is canceling $1.2 billion in student debt for about 153,000 borrowers. According to a White House fact sheet, a borrower can qualify for the forgiveness if they're enrolled in the administration's saving on a valuable education repayment plan, have been making at least 10 years of payments, and have originally taken out $12,000 or less for college. For every $1,000 borrowed above $12,000, a borrower can receive forgiveness after an additional year of payments. The White House said it has now canceled some $138 billion in student debt for nearly 3.9 million people through about two dozen executive actions. New York Attorney General Letitia James said she's ready to seize former President Trump's buildings and other assets if he can't pay the penalty imposed on him and his companies in the state's civil fraud case. James made the remarks in an interview with ABC News. Trump was fined $354.8 million plus approximately $100 million in prejudgment interest on Friday after Judge Arthur Engran determined that he inflated his net worth in order to get more favorable loan terms. Friday's ruling, coupled with the damages he's been ordered to pay writer E. Jean Carroll for sexually abusing and defaming her, amounts to over half a billion dollars, according to the Associated Press. In international news, the United States is being widely criticized for yesterday's veto of a U.N. resolution calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. China said the veto, quote, sends the wrong message, close quote. France and Qatar voiced their regret, and leaders of several humanitarian organizations yesterday sharply denounced the veto while criticizing the U.S. for not doing more to use its international influence to prevent further death and destruction. Yesterday marks the third time the U.S. has opposed a complete halt in hostilities. Instead, Washington circulated a resolution that would support a temporary ceasefire linked to the release of all Israeli captives from the Palestinian enclave. In related news, the United States today defended Israel's occupation of the West Bank and East Jerusalem. Richard C. Vizek, the acting legal advisor at the U.S. State Department, made the comments at the International Court of Justice on the third day of six days of public hearings, examining the impact of Israel's occupation. More than 50 countries are asking the top UN court to issue a non-binding legal opinion against Israel's occupation of the West Bank, Jerusalem, and Gaza since 1967. Weizek testified, today the court should not find that Israel is legally obligated to immediately and unconditionally